Global Becoming One podcast. We are Brad and Kate. In our more than 20 years of marriage, we've survived both dark times and experienced restoration. Now, as a licensed marriage counselor and relationship coaches, we help couples to regain hope and joy. We invite you to journey with us as we are still becoming one. Let's start the conversation. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about a word today. Mm. It is one of the most destructive, harming words that you can ever say in marriage. Mm. It is toilet? the D word, divorce. Oh, that word. Yes. And obviously, it that word does a lot of damage to marriages, right? But we're mm. not just talking about the people who say, okay, we're getting a divorce or we're choosing divorce, right? What we're talking about is when the D word enters into your arguments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I th- think that we also need to recognize that there are other words we can use that are just as... Oh harmful and kind of trying to say the same thing. Absolutely, right? Because what this is, and we've we've said this before on the podcast, we've talked about the highlighter moments, right? Mm-hmm. What we're doing is we get upset, we get hurt, we get irritated, and we want our spouse to know just how upset we are. Mm-hmm. So we pull out the great big marriage highlighter and say things that hit their buttons that make them pay attention and hurt. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like when we would struggle with this, for me personally, it was trying to get you to understand how important the issue was for me, how upset I was. Right. Um, so when we would pull out, different things that were kind of like meant to jolt you out of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I was always trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Trying to jolt the other person to get their attention, to let them know just how frustrated we really are. Like that's, that, that's really why we grab these highlighter moments. Yeah. What about you though? Like, what was it? What was it for me? You didn't answer my question. No, it it was the (laughs) same thing. It was, I wanted to get your attention. I wanted to change the argument. Um, Yeah. It shifts the dynamic. Right. It shifts the the dynamic in it. Potentially in your favor? um, Maybe. I'm not sure it was like ever a power move. It was just me trying to say, I'm so stinking frustrated right now that nothing's Mm. changing. Right. Like, so it's Mm -hmm. just trying to up the ante enough to go, can't we just change this now? And, and it's a really bad way to do that. Mm -hmm. But there's actually nothing good about this, but it, I think it comes from different motivations for different people. Sure. Sure. Different personalities. What, we we all have this, whether it is direct or passive. Right. So or... you, you said it doesn't have to be the word divorce. Right. Right. Like, like that word carries a lot of weight when somebody says, fine, we'll get a divorce or, you know, something to that effect. That, that certainly carries a lot of weight. But there can be things that just simply say, oh, my gosh, I'm so done with this. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones I love because mm-hmm. you can kind of sneak that one under the radar because you're not really sure if they mean they're done with the argument or they're done with the marriage. 
Or just saying I'm just so done. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, yeah. It's like, what, what are you, what are you actually trying to say? And the only thing that it does is feed insecurities and feed fear. It doesn't actually meet the goal that I think you're trying to meet. Right. Even though those goals aren't necessarily good goals to be meeting. Correct. Right. And, and, and honestly, what we're talking about here is there are power plays in mm-hmm. the midst of conflict that don't actually serve you or your marriage well. Mm-hmm. And that's why we say we just really need to delete the D words, delete those highlighter words, because they're not working well for either of you. I think you need to identify what that is for you. Each of you, what are those words? And be aware of them. And when you feel yourself tempted to use them to step back and say, like, why do I feel the need to throw that Mm -hmm. out there right now? What could I express in a positive way? Even, and I'm not always saying in conflict, your spouse is necessarily going to love what you have to say, but how can I, how can I express something that actually will help us through this? Not correct. Continue to tear down and build build or feed the insecurities in yeah. your spouse. And I think that's a really important thing to say is is what's happening when this word is used, when these highlighter moments are used, is what's happening is it's feeding more insecurity mm-hmm. and, and fear and instability, right? Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is actually opening some doors in your marriage that don't need to be opened, right? Like because it just feels very vulnerable. And if you're if it is bringing up fear, you're most likely picking at a wound, which yeah, absolutely. I I don't know, but I've never enjoyed someone picking at my wounds. <laughs> like so when we can think of it that way, when we can think of our spouse of like if I say this, this is like ripping off a scab that probably the two of you've worked hard to form that scab to right, have that to healing. Feel, feel that. So if you can think of it that way, it sometimes helps you to remember that it's it's just there's no benefit in well, it. And I can tell you, I mean, we've done coaching with couples that the the thing that they keep going back to is you said the word divorce. Like I thought we were never gonna go there and you opened that as a possibility when you were upset. And and it mm. does create a really big wound. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So and that's part of why we say you need to delete it, need to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. But there's a place where we need to heal those wounds. So before we go to how do you heal it, let's let's talk about better ways to deal with it. When we're in a conflict, when we're that frustrated, what do we do instead of pulling out the big guns of highlighters and that's it, we're just getting a divorce? I think that's, I mean, I think we've tackled this before, but I think it's kind of nuanced based on you as a couple and what you both need in this situation, because you need to learn that about each other, your conflict styles, your, sure, you know, whatever that entails for you. But I think remembering that it should be you two against the conflict instead yeah. of, yeah, we've talked about that and you two at each other. Right. That's, and that sounds great. That maybe is the conflict style, but what about when you get so frustrated in the argument that you're ready to pull out the, the, that's, ah, I'm done. Like how did, 
Well, I think if you're not able to actually think, think in a good place that maybe you need to take a break. Yeah. (laughs) Cause if you're not able to stop yourself and think rationally about it, then you probably need to stop. Correct. Correct. And I think that's really important to be able to stop, take a break, breathe, Mm-hmm. Take a timeout, right? We tell our kids to go do a timeout. Sometimes we need to take one in order we to. We don't tell our teams that anymore. Some days we'd wish we could. Um, but that, nah. like, to recognize, you know, what I need to get my head back on and not just act emotional, as we were talking about in our last podcast of feelings versus truth, right? So, this is one of those places where feelings can take you into untruths and. Mm-hmm. Um, and really recognize, all right, I need to take a break. Well, when you come back, where do you go? Well, and I was going to say too, like, that's why we, we tend to have clarity after conflicts because we've actually cooled down and stopped living in that, that emotional place. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's really good to step back. And, um, I think when you're able to do that, you're able to, hopefully use some different words that actually express what you're actually feeling or that you can actually express yourself in a way where your spouse is like, Oh, okay, well I can at least understand that. Okay. I may not be able to necessarily, um, change it all, but we can be honest about where we are saying that makes me really scared or, um, I feel really vulnerable when you say that, or I feel really confused. I don't actually know what I feel right now, but I know that mm-hmm. I want to say some things right now. Yeah. And I want to be curious why I want to say those things. Like, no, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it can be honest. Yeah. And because I think that we're under the impression if we can't communicate completely clearly, then we just. We go to things because we're so frustrated. I think I don't know what to say right now, but we're both upset and hurting. Yeah. And I, Uh, right. Like, I think there is some honesty in that. Maybe, yeah, maybe not speaking for both, but because that can sometimes get you in trouble, but just saying, I'm, I'm not sure how to respond right now. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling very overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and hurt. And, you know, just kind of leaving it at that um, and being able to allow each other to be where they are as long as we're not throwing things at each other, not actually physical objects. That's not good either, but throwing words. Yeah. But I I think what what you're talking about is choosing to be more vulnerable with your words, because throwing out something like a highlighter moment of I'm so done, we just... That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no hope. Like I, we're just getting a get a divorce. Like those are trying to hurt and get the other person's reaction. It is harder and more vulnerable to stop and say, "I'm really hurting right now," mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. "What you just said hurt me." Mm-hmm. Like that's vulnerable and that's risky, and that that's why we don't necessarily go to it. But it is a place that is actually asking for your partner to care for you rather Mm -hmm. than just throwing daggers at them. I think we need to be clear too. It doesn't mean, because especially if you say like what you're saying just hurt me, 
that doesn't necessarily mean the other person's gonna just stop because that in and of itself can pick at wounds too. This is not a formula for completely clearing up the conflict and making it go away. It's a formula for understanding that vulnerability and honesty coming from you is going to be a better place to deal with this than throwing out the highlighter words that your spouse is supposed to sort of understand how hurt you are, how upset you are. Absolutely. So it's not to make it all better. No. Because I can imagine there would still be a lot of discussion after what you said just hurt me because then I have to deal with, I caused hurt. I have to deal with my pride. I have to deal with all kinds of things. But that is a much better way to move towards each other Mm -hmm. than using words that literally tear each other apart and make you move apart. Yeah. So let's talk for a minute about what do couples do who have already used these words in their relationship? How do they heal? Hmm. I think one is just deciding not to use them. <laughs> I sure, think, making that commitment. Yeah, and and if you're in a good place, I think it's a really good discussion to have to actually talk about it together and make that commitment together. If that doesn't feel necessarily like a completely safe thing, I would just say you can make the commitment on your own. And as always... We want to be super clear at nauseum that we're not talking about abusive situations no, right. here. If if you find yourself in an emotionally, physically, or spiritually, or any other form of an abusive relationship, you need to seek safety and find someone who can help you. We are not talking about those types of situations because I do want to be clear because people could say, "Oh, so you're not you're saying divorce is not acceptable." In these situations, that's where no, it, we're, we're talking, not talking about, about that divorce word as a weapon rather than as a Correct. choice of desperation. Correct. And, and real choices of, I guess, this relationship is over do not happen in the middle of arguments. Mm-hmm. The real choices happen in really grief stricken, hard decisions. And that's not at all what we're talking about. We're talking about the anger that comes out in in inappropriate ways and how do you deal with that differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what you need to heal. Like if this has happened before, there is a place where going and asking your spouse for forgiveness for actually opening up those doors and saying, you know, I had made a vow to you that we would never be divorced, that this was going to be for our life. And I broke that vow by even suggesting it. And I, I I think there's a place where you can ask for forgiveness in that and say, you know, I'm choosing to not do that again. I don't want to use that weapon towards you. Sure. And then there's the place for owning, if that's not the word you're using, being vulnerable and going to your spouse and saying, I feel like I use this. Mm-hmm to express when I'm really upset and I don't know what else to say and I want to get your attention. So I want you to be aware of that. They probably already are, but I want you to know that I'm aware that I use that phrase or those phrases and I, I would like to commit to try not to. I know that when I find myself 
getting ready to, or I feel it pop in my head that I want to say one of those phrases, that's when I stop and I'm like, okay, what, what am I, what am I so upset about? And what words can I use to express like what I'm feeling right now? And I think I'll just be honest, I'm human. So there are sometimes I don't want to, and I think it's okay to say that too. Like, I'm just really frustrated right Mm -hmm. now. And I feel like if I say anything, it's not going to come out right. You're not going to receive it right. And so I just need to, I just need to take a step back right now. It's okay to also own that sometimes doing this isn't easy, but if you can even be vulnerable in that moment and just say, I I need to stop because I feel like anything I say right now is not going to be positive. Sure. That's still a step towards each other. Correct. And taking those timeouts, taking those breaks, and eventually I think being able to call to... them different than timeouts. That does seem so kid like. Yeah. A break. I don't know. But, but <laughs> see, a break like... actually means to a lot of people means like separation. And that's not what we're talking about. It, it is taking a, a hmm. 20 minute time out in order to see i'm a guy Guys, I, i'll post use in the, the comments sports if you mentality have a better if you have a better um oh yeah i guess they are called time out right. too. So but if you have a, if you have a really good recommendation we'd love to hear I, them and i always when i talk about it with guys especially and and saying hey you know it's a timeout one of the features of a timeout is there is a time in Right. So that doesn't mean you just get to time out and we're going to stop the argument. It means, okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to regroup. We're going to plan. We're going to strategize. Then we're timing in and we're going to do this better. That's what a timeout's supposed to be in that metaphor. My word. I would love to see like uh, one of the comedian marriage groups do <laughs> do an argument <laughs> oh, that way oh, with yeah. the yeah. strategizing and the. That would be really so. funny. So we really encourage you to think through your argument style and and when is the high letter moment coming out for you? What does it look like? Is it the D word? Is there other words? And, and how do you change that? And how do you actually work on healing if those words have come out in anger towards your spouse? How do you come back to them, ask for forgiveness, and recommit that those are not doors that you want to open again. So we would love to hear from you. What are ways that you have worked through this issue in your relationship? How have you worked towards forgiveness from each other? And how have you tried to delete the D word to make sure it doesn't show up again? Well, and I'd love to know too, what other words have y'all come up with that you think should just not be used? Because I think as a community, we could help each other identify some because maybe you're even unaware of some of what you use and how they really do poke holes in the two of you. So stop by our Facebook page where it's still becoming one. And we would love to hear from you and get your ideas. We'd love to to see what you think. And uh, let's uh, have some discussion on our community page. We'd love to do that. And I hope that you guys get something out of this and join us again next week. Still Becoming One is a production of Aldrich Ministries. For more information about Brad and Kate's coaching ministry, courses, and speaking opportunities, you can find us at aldrichministries.com. 
For podcast show notes and links to resources in all of our social media, be sure to visit us at stillbecomingone.com. And don't forget to like this episode wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us to continue your journey on Still Becoming One.